To listen ad-free and to get a shout-out on the show, you can now upgrade to Koala Shine Plus via the link in the show notes. But before we get started on today's episode, I've got a quick word from our friends and trusted sponsors who help make our free stories possible. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionised over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cosy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey Koala Kids, welcome back to Koala Shine. I'm Kelly, and I'll be reading you daytime stories and giving you facts and ideas that will make you dream as big as Socky the Sand Lizard. Speaking of that little fella, I wonder how he's getting on. Last time we saw him, he was following a tricksy vulture on a mission towards the ocean. Do you think he'll make it and finally surf some tubular waves? Or does the vulture have something sinister in mind? I can't wait any longer. Let's find out. So, uh, how many times have you been to the Atlantic Ocean? Socky asks Valeria the vulture. They've been travelling for quite some time now, but the vulture doesn't really seem interested in making conversation. Every now and then she looks back at Socky and sniggers, before staring back straight ahead and ignoring him. Oh, loads of times, she drawls with a smirk. I go there almost every week. Socky gasps with interest. Wow, you're so lucky, he gushes. Have you seen many people surfing there? Why, yes, all the time, the vulture says, flapping her wings a little harder and picking up speed. Socky is quite used to moving quickly through the sand. However, it's quite something else to keep up with a big bird flying through the sky. Despite how fast his little legs move, he still struggles to keep up with the vulture's pace. Socky is getting pretty tired now, but his determination powers him through. It will all be worth it when he makes it to the ocean and can finally surf for the first time, just like the cool California surfer dudes he met. Their voices still echo in his memory, even now. Man, those gnarly waves are super fun to ride, like roller coasters. Dude! their voices chiming in his ears. Socky listens to their inspiring words in his mind and powers on through the desert, despite how tough it gets. Valeria the vulture flies ahead, leading Socky through the barren desert for two days and Socky follows dutifully behind. They've barely stopped to rest and Socky's little lizard legs are growing slower and slower as the days wear on. Oh, he could really use a rest but the vulture doesn't seem interested in waiting around. The desert is all starting to look the same to Socky, and he can't remember the last time he ventured so far. Surely they should be heading out of the desert by now, if they want to find water and civilization, not further into it. With the sun beating down on his scaly little head, Socky wipes the sweat from his forehead and calls out to the vulture above. (sighs) How much longer to go? The vulture tuts and rather impatiently responds. Ugh, will you stop asking questions? I know exactly where I'm going. (sighs) 
I know you said not to ask any more questions, Soki presses, but I have traveled around these desert sands every day of my life, and I know them well. Where we are right now is very far inland. If we want to find the ocean, we surely need to head west. All of a sudden, the vulture changes direction and begins to circle Soki from the sky. On the horizon, Soki spots a flock of large black birds heading their way. As the first big bird arrives above him, it joins Valeria's circular swoop, going round and round and peering down at Soki with beady eyes. Valeria calls out to the incoming vultures with a squawk. I've killed one, I've killed one. His silly lizard has been following me for miles and miles. Soon he'll fall down and then we'll feast. <laughs> the color drains from Soki's face. Valeria wasn't helping him at all. She was leading him to his demise. Oh, he shouldn't have followed her here. His mum always told him not to trust scavengers. Oh, why, oh, why didn't he listen? He's so tired now and all the way out in the middle of the desert. And soon he'll run out of energy and then the birds will come and eat him. Soki sits on the sand and starts to cry. Seeing their opportunity, the greedy vultures start to descend, licking their beaks and laughing horribly. But just as the vultures begin to swoop lower and lower, something strange happens. The wind starts to pick up speed and grains of sand begin blowing through the air in circular motions all around Soki and the vultures. Soki recognizes this turn of events well. A sandstorm is brewing. Could this be his lucky break? Valeria the vulture squawks as she notices the change in weather. Don't lose sight of him, she screams to her cronies. The sand is picking up. Valeria the vulture looks into the distance where a giant wall of sand heads toward them like a tidal wave. Seeing his chance, Soki collects his energy and runs as fast as his legs will carry him into the sandstorm. The vultures core after him and try to swoop down and catch him before he disappears, camouflaged by the sandstorm. However, they have no such luck. The little lizard is already impossible to see, and no sensible vulture would fly headfirst into a storm. The tidal wave of sand sweeps across the earth, and everything rumbles around Soki. The sound of the storm is loud in his tiny ears, and he cowers beneath the ground, waiting for the raging sandstorm to pass by, hopefully taking with it the nasty vultures. After some time, Soki slowly peeps his head out of the thick sand to check that the coast is clear. Thankfully, the sandstorm has gone, leaving behind tall mounds of sand everywhere, so high that they look like mountains to the little lizard. With the vultures long gone, Soki drags his makeshift surfboard out of the ground and lies down on top of the soft sand with a sigh. Phew, that was a close one. Soki lies there and tries to muster his motivation by singing his song. When things don't go your way, don't feel so blue. There's always something even better around the corner for you. If you keep on trying and trying with all your might... One day, you will reach your goal and shine. But Soki can't bring himself to finish the lyrics. He doesn't feel like he can shine bright right now. Soki closes his eyes and imagines what could have been. He pictures himself on a long orange surfboard skimming over tall, frothing waves with the cool Californian surfer dudes by his side. 
everyone on the beach applauds him, while his desert friends cheer him on with admiration. Saki the Surfing Lizard. That's what they would have called him. But right now, he's just... Saki the Sad and Lost Lizard, as he lies on the sand defeated. <sighs> now I'll never find the ocean, whispers Saki despairingly to himself. Suddenly, the ground around Saki starts to shiver and shake. Uh-oh, he thinks. Oh, I hope that's not another sandstorm. He opens his eyes and glances from side to side. Grains of sand tremble and fall to the sides as Soki spies something pushing its way out of the earth right next to him. Soki leaps to his feet and braces himself, in case it's a snake or a deadly scorpion. He needs to be ready to run away if needed. Luckily though, out of the sand pops a tiny black head wearing a pair of green circular goggles, and their body is covered in what looks like armor. Soki recognizes the creature instantly. It's a scarab beetle. Uh, were you just singing? The beetle asks curiously. Soki blushes. He didn't know that anyone was around to hear him. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry about that, Soki replies, a little embarrassed. I was just singing to try and cheer myself up. The black beetle shimmies its way up out of the sand and onto the surface next to Soki. <coughs> oh, I do that sometimes too. Oh, why do you need cheering up though? Are you sad? A little bit, Soki sniffs. The beetle sits down by Soki. <sighs> All right, well, uh, do you want to tell me about it then? Soki is grateful for the beetle's listening ear and her company. Soki begins to tell her all about his crushed dreams. Once he's finished telling the friendly beetle about his predicament, the beetle pats him on the back reassuringly with a spindly leg. Oh, that vulture sounds horrible, Soki, she says. But don't let it get you down too much. You might not have found any water to surf yet, but you've done well to get this far. The friendly beetle looks around, smiles with a sudden thought, and makes a suggestion. Hmm, maybe you just need to think outside the box a bit. For example, where are we right now? Soki looks around with confusion. Um, the desert? He answers. The beetle prods. And, uh, what are we standing on here? Soki looks at the steep, sandy hill they're on top of. Um, a sand dune? Soki responds. Exactly, the beetle cries. You may not be able to find any waves to surf out here in the desert, Soki, but you know what you can surf instead? The sand dunes! Soki feels a surge of excitement run through him, and he slowly gets to his feet. You can surf sand dunes? Soki asks with hope. Yes, I do it all the time, the beetle declares. And the sandstorm has created some brilliantly big dunes to surf. Watch this! Soki watches as the beetle walks to the edge of the steep sand dune and lies down on her shell back. I'm Ross, by the way, she says with a smile. Then, with a push, the beetle disappears over the edge of the sand dune, and Soki watches as Roz glides down the sandy hill on her shell. She spins around and maneuvers herself from side to side effortlessly, crying, Whee! the whole way down. It looks like so much fun, and in next to no time, the daring beetle is at the bottom of the sand dune, calling up to Soki to have a go. 
Socky grins and looks around for his makeshift surfboard. He's glad he brought that with him, even if it was a chore to carry through the desert. He places his surfboard at the edge of the sand dune and looks down. He's pretty high up, and it's a long way down from here. Socky steps onto his board and finds his balance. He takes a deep breath and breathes out slowly to calm himself. <sighs> You've got this, Socky, he whispers to himself and then begins to sing. When things don't go your way, don't feel so blue. There's something even better waiting around the corner for you. If you keep on trying and trying with all your might, one day you will reach your goal and shine ever so bright. Socky pushes his weight forward and the board teeters over the edge of the sand dune. He bends his legs and braces himself as the board starts to slide forward and races down the hill. Socky squeals, half with fear and half with absolute exhilaration, as he surfs his way down the sand dune. This is amazing! Socky cries as he maintains his balance and surfs the sand. He bends his body from side to side to navigate the board in different directions, and before he knows it, he's down at the bottom of the sand dune. Socky can't quite believe it. He has finally surfed for the very first time. And the best part about it is he doesn't even have to leave his home to do it. He can surf right here in the desert. Thank you so much for showing me how to surf on sand. Socky thanks Roz gratefully, giving her a big hug. Oh, you're welcome, she giggles. Do you want to do it again? Socky doesn't even respond. He grabs his surfboard and races back up to the top of the sand dune, ready to have another go. Socky, the surfing sand lizard, Socky says to himself. Now that has an even better ring to it. Socky and Roz reach the top, push their way over the edge of the sand dune and race each other to the bottom, surfing sand all the way. <laughs> Let's leave them there, koala kids. I have a feeling nothing will tear Socky away from his surfboard anytime soon. Well, despite the burning sun and turning vultures, Socky made it to fulfill his dreams. Even though, in the end, the circumstances were a little different than he'd expected. What's your dream? Your biggest wish? Is it to go to space one day? To be a farmer, or a hairdresser, or a scientist? Or maybe to visit the pyramids in Egypt, or see elephants in India? or swim with pigs in the Bahamas? Let me know via Instagram or using the link in the show notes. Whatever your wish, big or small, I really hope it comes true. Okay, koalas, let's end with a joke. I returned my lizard to the pet store yesterday, as he wouldn't stop telling dad jokes. That's not a lizard, the store clerk told me. That's a stand-up chameleon. <laughs> All right, that's it for this time, koala kids. Until we meet again, keep on shining. Shine.